0: We're chatting this week on the program about entering God's rest because His rest is available to each one of us right here, right now. But funny thing, after God had finished creating the whole universe, on the seventh day, He rested. Why was that? Was He tired? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and thank you so much for joining me again as we take a look today at God's rest for you. From a different perspective and please do stay tuned because in just a few minutes i'll be telling you about my free daily devotional fresh it's all about helping you draw closer to jesus to experience his power and his peace you know there have been times in my life when i've been completely and absolutely exhausted sometimes it's because i've worked too hard and haven't taken a rest other times, it's because of pressures and risks and fears and things out there, things I haven't been able to control. This whole balance between work and rest is something that I've had to learn. In fact, I've got to tell you, it's something that I'm still learning. I honestly, naturally, I'm a bit of a workaholic. Well, not just a bit of one. I'm a complete workaholic. And so getting balance between work and rest right has been an important lesson for me to learn, both working too much and working not enough, it turns out, are extremes that aren't part of God's plan for our lives. In fact, just so we get that right, have a listen to these two verses of Scripture. On the one hand, to the workaholics, God has this to say. Psalm 127, verses 1 and 2. Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labour in vain. Unless the Lord guards the city, the guard keeps watch in vain. It is in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil, for he gives sleep to those whom he loves. It's sobering. But on the other hand, have a listen to this. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 4. The lazy person doesn't plough in season. Then the harvest comes, but there's nothing to be found. So as it turns out, God's plan is for us both to work and to rest. And in fact, right in the first couple of chapters of the Bible, he actually lays this out with sharp clarity, with a clarity that can and should form the foundations of our understanding of work and rest. I guess most of us realise that the first couple of chapters of the Bible, Genesis, the first book in the Bible, are about God creating creation, God taking nothing and turning it into something. In the beginning, God created the heavens, And the earth, it starts off. And then the wonderful story of all the things he created, the light and water and dry land and the sky and plants and birds and animals and and eventually us, people in his own image. A couple of chapters, two or three pages about the creation of the universe. It's pretty easy to kind of skim over them and think to ourselves, oh yeah, okay, so God, God created everything. Until we engage with the things he created, A trillion, trillion stars. A universe so big it takes light, which travels at 186,000 miles or or 300,000 kilometres every second, it takes light 93 billion years to travel from one end of the known universe to the other. And, And that's just the known universe. As the NASA website tells us, no one knows if the universe is infinitely large or even if ours is the only universe that exists. And then, then you look at all the small things and the intricate things. Atoms, cells, living organisms, animals, plants, people. And they are so wondrous and so amazing. Take take the human body. A heart that beats a couple of billion times in a lifetime to pump blood through 60,000 miles or 96,500 kilometres of blood vessels to the 60 or 70 trillion cells in our body of which around 1.1 trillion make up the human brain which puts any computer you'd care to name, absolutely to shame. Yeah, God created the creation, and any thinking person who spends just a couple of minutes engaging with any part of that creation, well, you have to be blown away by what you see. Maybe having looked at things from that perspective over the next day or so, it wouldn't be a bad thing for you and me to read those first couple of chapters of the book of Genesis through fresh eyes, eyes of awe and eyes of wonder. Now, I start off with this because obviously creating this stunning, amazing, humanly incomprehensible and unfathomable universe, it wasn't a trivial exercise. It, It required creativity, imagination and a mighty, mighty effort. I say that as someone who's been exhausted just digging a little trench in my backyard for a water pipe. Now, have a listen how the first account of this amazing act of creation winds up, beginning at Genesis chapter 1, verse 31. Now God saw everything that he'd made, and indeed it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning on the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all their multitude. And on the seventh day, God finished the work he'd done, and he rested on the seventh day from all the work that he'd done. So God blessed the seventh day and hallowed it, because on it God rested from all the work that he had done in creation. So he, he builds this whole universe, and then he rests. The Hebrew word for rest, used in that passage a couple of times, is the one from which we get the English word Sabbath. Now, here's the thing. You have to ask yourself, why did God rest? I mean, why? Why? Okay, it was an amazing thing that he did. Totally, totally blows my mind. But why did he rest? Did he have to rest? Was he exhausted somehow, like like Bernie digging that little trench, moving a few barrows of soil from his backyard? Well, no, (laughs) God wasn't exhausted, not one little bit. Because he's God. Now, that's not just me saying that. I say that because that's exactly what God's word says about him. Have a listen to Psalm 121. A tired man looking up for God's help says, I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made the heaven and the earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. He who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. So there it is. God doesn't get tired. He doesn't need a catnap in the afternoon. He doesn't need to go to bed at night. He is on the job 24 by 7. So back to the question, why did he rest? Well, the answer is actually in the text that we read before, Genesis chapter 1. God saw everything he'd made, and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day, and so the, the heavens and the earth were finished, and all their multitude... And on that seventh day, God finished the work he'd done, and he rested from it. See, God sat back to enjoy what he'd made. He looked at it. It wasn't just good. It was very good. In fact, if I were to give you a more explicit translation to English, it would say, exceedingly, mightily, abundantly good. We might say these days, fantastic, utterly awesome. And God sat back and rested from doing, and he enjoyed. Now, you and I, when we dig a trench, we need to rest the old body. But there's another dimension of rest, which is about enjoying our lives, enjoying the fruits of our labors, enjoying our relationships. Rest is when we recharge our batteries, not just by stopping work, but by enjoying what we have and who we are and and taking it in the way God did. And so important is this day of rest. He called it the Sabbath and he instructed his people, Israel, not to work on that day. The fourth of the Ten Commandments, God says to his people, you will not work on the Sabbath day. Completely desist from your work on that day. He wants them to set that day aside to spend with him. Six days you will work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath day of solemn rest, holy to the Lord, Whoever does any work on the Sabbath day shall be put to death. You know what? I actually don't think we're that good at resting anymore, at enjoying what we have and setting a day aside for God. Too many things to do, too many places to go, too many people to see. with the power to transform your life, to help you be all that God made you to be. And that's what the Fresh Daily Devotional is all about. It's completely free, and I'd love to send it to you. Or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 to request the printed devotional, if that works better for you. Again, that's freshdevotional.org or 1-300-722-415. My prayer is that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through the power of His Word. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again, same time tomorrow, with a different perspective.